Good morning. So, new topic: binyan, construction, construction, building. Says, like he wrote the sefer peliyets to be able to give muster for every. It was a chashiv a rav and a tamal chacham muflag. So he covers like every single topic you can think of, uh, and has a little bit on all of it. So binyan. Amru Chazal, our sages tell us in the Yavam, it's called Eisich B'Binyan, M'Misakin. You're involved in construction, it can actually endanger you. Why? Shibikol Haitzas. This is true, by the way. Anyone involved in building a house or in construction? Adam Yachshav, he starts thinking every day that the construction is, you know, is, it's a multi-year process. It takes time. Now, obviously, there are certain people who are in uh, a class of, them, of their own as far as wealth, and most of the times they build, uh, they are in good shape. But quite frankly, uh, you know, over the, uh, uh, who did I say? Oh, one of my relatives, one of my wife's cousins is married to a Reichman uh, from Toronto. So that family, the Reichman family, were the third richest family in the world at one point. In the 1980s, they were the third richest, you know, they were. And they were Kiddush Hashem, and they gave tremendous amounts of tzedakah, untold amounts of tzedakah. Uh, but quite frankly, they lost most of their wealth on a building project. Well, it was Canary Wharf. Canary Wharf in London. Uh, you know, it just, they were promised things by the English government, by Margaret Thatcher, actually. And some things took longer than it did. Some, they were supposed to have busing laws. Something to get over. And that happens at Canary Wharf today. What they started is, like, the hub of, of, of London. But... Anyone could get could lose money in building. Mr. Trump did it quite a few times, right? You know, there's, there's when you're when you're involved in construction, things cost more money I, I, um, than they are. and you look at it every day, and you start saying, "How? Why am I?" It's like a, a money pit. You ever heard the term the money pit? It becomes a money pit. So a person involved in construction, they start coming, and literally, it kills them. Right, um, so and the truth is, when you're doing building, you think you'll spend a hundred on the on the building. Now, now today, if you're anyone anyone involved in construction, what's the first piece of advice you get if you're gonna, you can do construction in your house? Plan costs more. Plan costs more. Double the price, right? If the contractor tells you five hundred thousand dollars, think it's a million dollars, right? And then you can have some hope because. What, do, what's, what, what is the reason that people end up really getting hurt? It's not just to spend money. Most people who are doing serious construction are, are taking loans, and they become insolvent. They don't have the cash flow to continue. Right? Something, something happens where they, they, they cost way more money, and then what happens, and once you start a building project, you can't pull your hand. Well, actually, yesterday, for those who were here last night, uh, I watched the, 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 the film on Ramir Shapiro, which was excellent. Everyone who was here thought so it was amazing. So Ramir Shapiro started building the yeshiva of Chachamay Lublin. When he started to build the yeshiva, he specifically uh, put in the best of everything to do it in the best possible way because he wanted Torah, his whole point of building this yeshiva, the way he did it was to build a top-notch Beautiful yeshiva, which held hundreds of students, in order to raise the stature of Torah in Poland. The only problem was, as the building was going was going up, first the Polish economy tanked, and then came the Great Depression. 
1929. So he already has tremendous loans on this building, all dependent on fundraising. Uh, and he's building the, the yeshiva of Poland. So, and you see what happens. Once you start a building, you can't, you know, a, it's very challenging to stop. So it can happen on, in a yeshiva. It can happen in your personal house. Being involved in buildings, it's once you start, you can't do it. And therefore, really, people get sick. They, it, it kills them. It breaks them down. It, they, you know, it, they, 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 they become consumed by it. The Roy Gever, Shetach Shev now, if you're a contractor, you really, you, 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 it's OPM, other people's money. Well, what do you care? <laughs> you know, it's you know when, when you're doing it with other people's money. There are plenty of builders and people in construction that sleep well at night because it's not their money losing. But the minute they're losing money, and I listen. I, I'm quite friendly with many of the people Israelis in construction. When they're spending, and, or in general, it's nothing with Israelis. It just happens to me. The construction people that I personally know are are are, are mostly Israeli. Uh, and when the project is spending a lot of money and there's money there, they're fine. But if the projects, when they, are, they have a certain budget and now it's coming from their profits or they're taking a loss in that building, you'll hear the kvetching, she ain't come on. No, you don't even hear it. You ever see it anymore? What? And, uh, and, and they're halfway through the building and they've already spent the money they have and they have to finish it now. You know? It, it, so, it, it, and it kills you in that sense because you can't stop the project in the middle. You're, 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 you're there. I when I'm when I was younger, my parents did construction on their house. We had to move out of my my parents' house. For, I was fourteen, like a year and a half. I'm still. I'm not joking. I'm looking, I'm looking at Chicago. I'm telling my wife, I'm not doing construction. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like still traumatized. Ad hayom uh, from that experience as a kid watching when the world went on. The contractor left in the middle. You know the, the expenses went, went crazy. You know. Um, so he said, "La Chenroi Legever Shiachshav Tchila." He said, "So the, what's the Eitzah?" So every, he, we we need a world of construction over here. Right? That doesn't that, that, you know houses get older, families get bigger. You know, um, you know, by the Arabs in Israel, it's an amazing thing. You see them; they they, they live you know multi generations in the same house. They just always are building up a floor. The Galil, you always see them building up these houses. They go, you know, the next generation, they get another floor and then another floor. That's yeah, so yeah, but even if you're not doing, you know, you're a yid, you get separate houses. You know, you don't need the whole family, you know, having dinner together, having to, you know, your family banging the pots. What? Only on Shabbos, right? <laughs> so you need more houses. Population expansion. That's that's the, the name of the game. Um, so so how do you? How should a person deal with this? The first eitzah uh, is double your budget. You know, if you're going to build and you want to live a long life and you don't want to have gray hair. And you want to—you don't want your blood pressure going up, and you don't want to get physically sick, and you don't want to come home every night and be stressed when you speak to your spouse. Uh, so, if you're going to be involved in such a thing, double your budget. Uh, and if you're not going to do that, don't do it, because gracious bara, the first thing is your health. If you're not healthy, you're not going to have to function, right? There, you, you know, you, you will—you will get sick. You will, you know, if you don't get sick, what happens, and for many people, they're stressed out. You ever all stressed out people? They make other people sick too. They drive you crazy. Who wants to be involved for months or years dealing with a, a, a person who's stressful and, and, and it affects your shalom bias, it affects the children, it affects your ability to dive in and to focus, all because you're be, being involved in a building project. Manash, you ever involved in construction? What? Were you ever involved in construction? 
You ever, you ever involved, you're still involved in building a little bit? Construction? Construction. Construction. What? I was just talking. If you, you have to double your budgets. Double the budgets. Second floor. I was going to put you in charge of the construction. Uh, yeah, it's not. First look at it. like if you have a store, your store builds your house, and your house doesn't build your store, which means you need the cash flow. Right? If you're going to go ahead and do a project, actually, talking about a shoal, there's a shoal in Los Angeles a few years ago. Actually, it, it, that they started a construction project, and it literally became one of these kind of things, which it doubled the budget, and it totally divided the place. To, you know, shoal went almost went insolvent. Anyone who walked in the building and trying to pickpocket, you know, it de- destroyed the whole shoal because they were not ready for such a big project. There was a shoal in Manhattan. Um, called uh, KJ, which is one of the biggest shoals in Manhattan, that went $20 million over budget Whoa. in Manhattan. $20 million. This was a shoal for over 100 years with lots of members and a pretty wealthy crowd. It's a modern Orthodox shoal. They almost went insolvent. Uh, happens to me, since they were in Manhattan, after about a year of being on the edge, uh, they had an anonymous donation. No one knows until today <coughs> who gave it. happened about four or five years ago. The guy's name is not on the show somewhere. <laughs> nowhere. No, no. no one knows. The only person... It was supposed to be a $30 million project. It ended up being a $50 million project. First of all, you're building a, building a massive show in Manhattan because you have to close on the streets. I mean, the, the, the costs go up. But the point is, is that $30 million project or $50 million, they were $20 million short They did not have... Because what happens? You, start, you build a $30 million project in a shoal, they don't even have the $30 million. They, they did it without having the $30 million. Right? And so, and so they had this. So the, it's, it was only the, 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 only the rabbi knows who gave that $20 million. But in Manhattan, it happens to see there are deep pockets that in theory that could happen. But could you imagine that year of that shoal when they didn't have that money? You know the tension when you're looking at your building instead of the expansion being gone? You know, and that's what happens to individuals also. They, they, they start a project, and instead of expanding, they go. And, and, and what happens, by the way, sometimes there's things that you can't expect. You start digging, and you hit foundations that you can't do. The economy collapses, like in the case of Mir Shapiro in Poland. Or you're building in 2008, 2009, or you lose your job. You know what it is to lose your job? I've dealt with people without a job. Kills them. Kills them. You're involved in construction. Kills them. It's Rachmanelotzlan. So he says the first thing to make sure is if you walk your ducks in line, don't do things and, and it will work out. Because what will happen, it's a Gemara, by the way, you can get sick. You can literally, literally turn gray, literally physically hurt your body, literally damage yourself uh, in the process. So he says the first level, the, the best thing to do is buy a house ready-made. Buy a house that the construction is done. I, you know, with me, I, I've said many times, I can't go on the construction. I, I can't sit there looking at tiles. How should I? If I had to sit there looking at tiles, I'd jump off a roof. Do you want this carpet? Do you want this carpet? I mean, I, I have no patience for it. It's not what I want to be doing with my life. It's, I want, you know, it's consuming. You know, I, I, you know, one of my relatives was once in, remodeling the kitchen. I, every time I called them, oh, 
what are you I'm, I'm looking at countertops. Like for five weeks, looking at countertops. I'm looking at floors. Like that's what you're, you're instead of, you know, instead of you're, you're thinking about brachas da bays, you're thinking about countertops and floors. And backsplashes. And backsplashes. How can we forget the backsplashes? And, and fridges and freezers. And fridges and freezers. All of that, you know, you get, you, um, so it, it's, if you buy it, it's ready made. Now, of course, if you're sometimes the ladies, and even, some, even once in a while you find a man, they need to design the kitchen the way they like it. They can't sleep at night. They buy a, a million and a half, a house a million and a half, two million dollars. That the kitchen, the countertop is not, you know, beige and it's white. And they, they just can't enjoy their kitchen. That's like the, the end of the world has happened. Um, so, but at some level, you save you save aggravation. You sell, you save your, your you know what you buy. You buy a house, you know, you, you and you bought it. Um, uh, and you know, the, the price is what you pay. Um, it's double kitzvah, and you can sometimes you can even buy a bazol and lo tircha. Instead of being in a construction project for a year and a half of your life, for two years of your life, where you're not sleeping at night, and when you're dreaming, you're dreaming about what color carpets you're having, you know, and how or could you get it for cheaper? And this contractor and this person, and how are you going to do it? And then one day is you needed the sinks to be in today. And, and you depended on that, and the guy did not show up, right? Because whatever somebody somebody pays, by the way, with contractors, it's it's known very often the person pays them a little more. They give them more. They're doing fifteen projects at once. Whose project do you think they're going to do first? Your project or the person who pays them more? This is a fact. You can ask anyone in contracting. The person who pays them more is going to get their house done first. So maybe you should buy a house that's ready made. It does point out. Uh, that, um, that that there's a zayhar. It's interesting zayhar actually in Tarsus Lazria. If you're going to buy a house that is not uh, built by an akum, built by an idol worshipper of old, um, you uh, you should not buy it, even if it comes to bechinam. Why? Because in the old days, they, when they would build a house, they were mazker of They were religious people. They were sitting there thanking thanking uh, Baal. Praise be Baal. Kiss to Asherah. Right? As they're building a house. And such a house that's built with, with such I, I, ideas. Because the Zerah, like, of course, is Kabbalah. It is the work of Kabbalah. It's manifest. And, and what, what, one of the things that Kabbalah stresses is our intentions. Right? You can eat a cookie. Uh, and you can have a mind to serve Hashem and to be happy. And it's a holy cookie. Or you can eat a cookie to, you know, because you, you, know, you, know, you want to just... Huh? And have a cookie, and then it's okay. Oh, I, I, you see, I'm in the cookie business. Uh, or you could have a cookie to it's serve. A holy, cookie. Uh, a holy cookie. Right? You know, by the Hasidim, what, what, do, they, what do the Hasidim do? What do they call them? They make lachan every morning? Tikkun. Right? Tikkun. They, you know, they make a bracha, and they, they're, they're uplifting old Polish Jews. They make a little kichel, some, uh, some schnapps, a bissel herring, a little herring. You make a bracha, it's called tikkun. You're, you're uplifting the food. I saw a guy on the plane, this is sick by the way, on the way back Thursday night, I'm on the plane, seeing this, this father and daughter from Gilroy, and they, they were like normal people, a little, you know, a little bit lower class, to be honest. The guy starts drinking tequila. This girl's 20 years old, the guy's about 50 with a goatee, like a, like, looks like a Harley Davidson biker, you know. The guy drinks tequila, 
he starts kissing his daughter romantically. She's like, stop it, Dad! You know, he, he's like, I, and then he kept going. She started to cry. I was like, I was like, should I? I was like, what am I doing that oh, oh, It was pretty sick, actually. Oh, you know, it was pretty gross and sick. Uh, you know, and the girl was like tearing. I mean, I, I was like, uh, to me, so I'm not, but, the, but my point is, you can drink tequila and be an animal. You can be a chassid in the morning. Macha l'chaim. Tequila is a good hechshirk. They put the worm in there. I'm not going to the hechshirk of tequila. But you make a l'chaim on a tequila and it's a tikkun. So everything, what the Zara really stresses is you can do the same thing. One is holy and one is vulgar. So according to the Zara, if if a, if a idol worshiper builds a house, right, like Shlomo Melch builds a, a, a basic Knesset. When you build a shul, it's the same building. Like this was a credit union at one point. It could be a credit union, which is, which is fine, or it could be a shul. <laughs> what are you building? So if they're building it, they're, every time they're building it, they're crossing themselves, or they're saying, praise be Baal. Or, or, so that house, when it was being built, the kavana that went into that house, according to the Zayar, is of Tumor. Uh, and it's sure that al yitzin and the oilam, v'hadar sham, and therefore it's not a spiritually holy house. V'zayu so negat saras, and that's why, by the way, in Israel when they built, they, when they used to knock down the walls when they had saras, they rebuild them uh, in a good way. Therefore, uh, he brings down. But as you tell us, the Israelis in construction, they can be a selling point for the American Jews. They could say, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll say Baruch Hashem as we're building the house. Say a little Tehillim. It's not much. According to the Zayar, the way who builds a house, who, what kind of people building it, uh, uh, affects it. And also, by the way, he says, if a Gentile does it, that's why, that's why yeshivas and shoals, what do they do? They have a. They saw us last night also in the video by Ramir Shapiro. What did they do before they built it? They, they pour the cement. They had the first thing. They had the, the, you know, you have a, a ceremony of the beginning of the building. Used the Jews would start the building, right? right? They started. They had all the rabbis pouring the initial cement for the yeshiva of Chachamelu. And therefore, they put a couple of cars. And there's a whole svarim on this. When you get a house, right? You have a Chanukah Sabayis. What is a real Chanukah Sabayis? People think today, today is a Chanukah Sabayis. And it's, it's part of this idea is that you go ahead and you have uh, a, you have some food and people walk in and make a bracha, which is a, a level of Chanukah Sabayis. But the real Chanukah Sabayis is the first thing you come in is you, learn, you say Tehillim and you learn Torah. And why are you doing this? That the house should be sanctified. There's, there's, a, a, there's a whole Svarim. The Hasidim are very into this. Some Svarim are very into this as well. You know, Eliyahu, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What, what are, so are they? They do Zohar in the house before they come in. Before you move into a house you're buying, it's, it's all built by a non-Jew, you go ahead and you try to sanctify that house because the kavana that goes into that house uh, is, is effective. Um, then you can do Shah. Uh, and when you're, whenever you're spending money, therefore, this is again a Kabbalistic approach to building a house, you should have in mind, I'm spending the money to build a house to serve Hashem. And the more you remember Hashem when you build, it's better. Now this, again, is a very big concept in the Zohar, that Kavana makes a difference. Again, 
you could drink alachayim in the morning and be chasid shereba. I I had this chos when I was a teenager that uh, well I didn't have this chos to have mono, but I did have I did have mono. Uh, I, had, I had Epstein Bar, and I was between yeshiva, so I davened for like three months. I was home between one yeshiva and another. I davened with the Baba Vareba, who rebuilt Baba, which is the largest Hasidic group in Borough Park, every morning because he had an eight o'clock minion, which was slow. Most, you know, so I davened his minion. It was a really slow minion. Uh, and, he, and after after the minion every morning, they bring out some bramf, some lechayim, a little kichel, and a yirmacha bracha called tikkun. And his bracha, if he would make a bracha on scotch, was different than that guy from Gilroy on my plane who kissed his daughter. <laughs> Not on the cheek, uh, and, uh, and they did. You know, it was like uh, pretty sick. So, but it's the same because he drank to be an animal, Pasha to be an animal to lose inhibitions. So you could drink. It's the same way you build a house. There's different ways you build a house. Then he talks about construction. Be very careful from what many people do. They're in construction, and for the Gentile, their Saturday is. A Saturday, and they want to go out and build. Or it's Yom Tif, they want to build. And they let a guy build their house on Shabbos or Yom Tif, or even on Chol HaMoyed, uh, as because Yermiyahu says, Hoi Woe is to a person who builds their house, the house they're going to live in, or the house they're going to have construction, below Tzedek. I want to have a friend say a case of one of the wealthiest people in Toronto, uh, who has happened to be a non-observant Jew, who lost tremendous amounts of money because they bought a building for a half a billion dollars. Uh, this was the 1970s. Half a billion dollars in the 1970s is, was a lot of money. And even today... It's, it's a billion plus now. Uh, I would say it's probably two, three billion, right? Uh, whatever kind of building it was. So they, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Toronto, if it were not, but uh, it was many years ago. And what happened is they, they, they had leveraged it like a lot of builders and they spent a certain amount of tenants and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, and this person who was once wealthy lost a tremendous amount of their money. Non-observant shoe. When did they buy this building? What day did the building close on? Take a guess. Tishabov. They closed on Tishabov. Uh, you know, so... What, what, when you build a, a building, you buy a building in Beloit Tzedek, certainly that's a bad thing. And this is an amazing thing. You're going to go ahead and, and go into a house that was built on Shabbos by a Jew. Now the Jew even hired Mexicans to do it, or Spanish to do it, but you're not going to build a house on Shabbos. You're not going to build a house on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I, for the Gentile, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is Tuesday and Wednesday, but it's a Jewish owner. Um... And the Ramadan, it's even usin. You're, you're, you allow it's us to go into such a house. Uh, and people were going ahead and do this. You have to stop it. Well, you, you can't ask a guy to light fires for you and to. You ask a guy to go ahead and build on a house for you on, on Shabbos because it's the price is right. Because every day that you wait to get the house on the market or you delay it. This is what ha- This is for sure. This is, he's trying about this two hundred years ago. Today happens the same thing, by the way. It's no different. You know, 
Actually, we'll pick up this next week. About building, if you're going to build a house, have a study, a place to serve Hashem. That will hold until next week.